So a question came through recently from a player who essentially asked, what is the best basketball mentality? And by mentality, he was essentially comparing the difference between players like Kobe and Michael Jordan, who had this like dark simmering focus and intensity all the time versus, you know, the like strong and silent Tim Duncan, who's always very even keeled versus a loud and gregarious player like LeBron or, uh, you know, a, a very joyful player like Steph Curry or Luke. Doncic, who is always just feel seems like they're having so much fun as they're playing. These are all very different. Uh, what this player called mentalities, and again, I use air quotes because I, I don't really like that term. But uh, the answer might surprise you because I, I will tell you right now the right answer is none of them. Okay, the right answer is none of those mentalities. And I'll illustrate this with actually a story from Michael Jordan, who is one of the players that he used as an example. And back when Michael Jordan was at North Carolina, he asked to uh, use the nickname Magic. <clears throat> Magic Johnson was his favorite player. And so Michael Jordan wanted everybody to call him Magic Mike. <laughs> it's kind of funny looking back on it, but he, again, he idolized Magic Johnson. So he wanted to be, have the same nickname, Magic. Dean Smith came in and being the wise old coach that he is, basically uh, put an end to that right away. And he said, no, we're not calling you magic, we're calling you Michael. And that is one of the smartest things he ever did because Michael Jordan became this iconic name and Magic Mike uh, really, uh, you, you can probably picture it now, right? There's already a Magic Johnson. There's already a Magic Johnson and there's only one. <laughs> so if Michael Jordan had tried to follow in Magic Johnson's footsteps and kind of model himself after Magic, we would have never had the completely unique and uh, really unmatchable Michael Jordan that uh, came to came to be later on. Okay, so in that example, if Michael Jordan again had tried to be Magic Johnson, he would have never been Michael Jordan, and vice versa, right? If Magic Johnson had come before Michael Jordan and tried to model himself after Michael Jordan, he wouldn't have been true to his own unique personality. And this is what I mean when I say that none of those mentalities are the right answer. There is no best basketball mentality because the only right way to conduct yourself on the court, because that's really what we're talking about, the only correct demeanor is the one that is completely and totally unique to you. So if you try to model yourself after a Kobe Bryant who uses a lot of darker emotion, who uh, is very, very hyper-focused and ruthless with those that he is around, and Michael Jordan was a similar way, if you try to model this without genuinely being that person, it will never, ever work. If you are, on the other hand, a very gregarious, outgoing, joyful type, and you try to uh, be like the strong and silent Tim Duncan, you just shut yourself up. Imagine Kevin Garnett trying to be like Tim Duncan, right? Never gonna work, and we will never ever see the KG that we came to know and love, that like loud, cocky, uh, aggressive, sometimes uh, like, well, extremely, extremely intense Kevin Garnett. That's like his 
polar opposite to Tim Duncan as, as it gets. And yet, if either of them had tried to copy the other one, they would have lost what is uniquely theirs. And so in Deep Game, we call this the law of identity. And this is actually a, a deeper application of this law, but the law of identity states that the player you believe yourself to be is the player you will see. And on the surface, that means the beliefs that you hold about yourself as a player will come true on the basketball court. If you hold yourself to, uh, if you believe yourself to be a five point per game player, you will be a five point per game player. And the limits that we place on our game are completely, uh, you know, imagined by ourselves. However, there's a deeper layer to this and the true identity that you have as a basketball player, the, uh, what this player would call the best mentality, because we're really just talking about an identity here. The best mentality is the one that is completely and totally unique to you. And so the, a lot of the work that we do in deep game is just reconnecting, uh, you to what is uniquely yours. What are your unique gifts? What is your unique personality and how can we help that shine through? If you try to be something that you are simply not, it's never ever gonna work. The reason that Kobe and Michael Jordan became that dark, simmering, intense, hyper-focused, like, uh, you know, just ruthless players, the reason they became that way in truth is actually trauma, right? Like Michael Jordan's dad used to send him back inside with the women. He would say, he would literally say, go inside with the women while he and uh, Michael Jordan's brother would work on the car or do different things like that. He was traumatized over and over and over in childhood. And so that drove that intensity and focus and that ruthless desire to like prove himself at all costs. If you try to mimic that without actually having the trauma, it's never gonna work. Trauma sits in the body like it, it drives you as though, um, the best analogy that I can think of is, is like an animal fighting for its life. That's the intensity of the drive to resolve those traumas. And so yes, Michael Jordan would like not be stopped. It's literally the animal fighting for its life. And in the same way, if you try to mimic those people without having the trauma, it's never gonna work. So much, much better and much easier and uh, you know, the, the approach that's gonna get you the most success is simply to be true to yourself. Like what, who are you? What is your story? And like, what is your natural expression, okay? So <laughs> this kind of begs the question and for many players, the question is like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is unique to me. I don't know what my natural demeanor is. And the reason that we even have to ask this question in the first place is because many players coming up have a tendency and, and I shouldn't say players, I mean like all human beings, we all look at each other for cues as to what is right and what is wrong. And we, especially in our younger years, try to uh, model ourselves after others. And <laughs> this is something that everybody does. It's completely okay. Like it's not something to be ashamed of by any means because it's like evolutionarily baked into our system to look outwards for social cues. However, if you really want to bring out your unique potential in the game of basketball, the only way to do that is to be is to find what is unique to you. Imagine a player like Steph Curry, right? Who is very, he's kind of like a bright spot on the basketball court. He plays with a lot of joy. Imagine him all of a sudden turning into like a ruthless, uh, cold Kobe Bryant type, right? Imagine that, like 
it'd never work. <laughs> it'd never work. Or uh, Luka Doncic trying to be that way. It'd never work. A Tim Duncan trying to be like a Kevin Garnett. And any player trying to be like any other player, it falls flat. Okay, so reconnect with what is uniquely yours and don't try to model any one mentality, like reconnect to what is uniquely yours. And we have exercises to do this in deep game, but I'll give you just a, um, an underlying principle for all of this. And this is a really interesting application of <clears throat> the 80% easy law or the 80% easy rule that I've shared before. The 80% easy rule states that what you do must be 80% easy, okay? And essentially that means that um, the workouts and the schedule you set up for yourself and the way that you uh, approach what you're doing must be 80% effortless, meaning it just comes right out of you. It's it's natural and easy. And that last 20%, there can be like some grind and some, some growth at the end. But if it's uh, less than 80% easy, it's going to go against your nature. So in this way, look at uh, what your natural tendencies are. What how do you naturally carry yourself? Are you outgoing and gregarious or are you more like a Tim Duncan type who is maybe, uh, Tim Duncan has like this really dry, sarcastic sense of humor and he's very quiet, but he'll hit people with like these little one-liners that are just hilarious. And teammates have told stories about this and they just love the guy for it. But if he all of a sudden was like uh, dancing up on a table or something, like it wouldn't make any sense, right? And yet you could see LeBron maybe doing that. So very different types and find, uh, well, look, going back to that 80% easy rule, it should be 80% easy for you to conduct yourself in the way that you're conducting yourself. And so uh, there can be that little, like I'm gonna push myself just a little bit to the edge of my comfort zone here and try to expand it. Yes, that's fine. But it should be easy to carry yourself in the way that you're carrying yourself. If you're not naturally like dark and simmering and in, in intensely ruthless like a Michael Jordan, then don't try to be that way, okay? It's never gonna work. If you're naturally not uh, very gregarious and outgoing, that's totally fine. That's totally, totally fine. Find what is effortless and easy for you. And yes, that last 20%, you can push up against your comfort zone a little bit, but not more than that, okay? You wouldn't lift, uh, <laughs> You know, you don't try to do a set of 10 with a weight that you could only do eight times. Like it's it's way too much, okay? You lift that set of 10, Those la the first eight reps are gonna be uh, relatively easy. The last two reps can be a bit, a bit of a grind, but if you go for 11, you're gonna hurt something. And the same is true of your personality. You're gonna just, um, you know, disfigure your personality in ways that it doesn't need to be. So. That is uh, the base level instruction that I'd like to give you today is like, be true to yourself, first of all. Like, what are you in truth? And the higher level that I'd like to point you to, and this is harder to get, but it's really worth mentioning here, is that we are talking about identity and we're talking about what this player called mentalities and what is the best mentality. When we talk about these things, they exist on the level of personality and ego right? What is like your, uh, the way that you present yourself to the world. And that's fine. Okay. That's how we exist on a daily basis. But if you look at the most, uh, the most historic performances in basketball history, they all have this same kind of strange quality of actually transcending all of that. 
It's as though the ego and the personality almost disappears. And all that's left is this pure act of the game of basketball itself. When I, it's almost like if, if you watch an incredible dancer, a ballet dancer or something like that, to use an analogy, um, you may have heard the term before. I really love this term. It's like the, the dancer has become the dance. There's no difference between the person who's dancing and the dance itself. They, the artist has become the work of art. And the really transcendent performances in basketball, it's as though the player performing them has disappeared and there is only this like unbroken stream of the game of basketball playing itself. The person has disappeared. And so those performances, if you go back and look at like Kobe's 81 point game, if you look at uh, Michael Jordan's great games or any, any player really, it has this etheric quality. It's like spiritual. And they're not doing these, um, you know, there, there can be some bursts of intensity and emotion and things like that that happen, of course, but for the most part, they're almost not even there. It's like the game is just working through them. And Kobe actually himself, one of my favorite, uh, do you call this a movie? It's maybe a documentary or something, but any, anyhow, the, the Spike Lee film, uh, Kobe Doing Work, where um, Kobe's playing a game against the Spurs and he's voicing it over and talking about the things that he's doing on the court with Spike Lee. Towards the end of that game, he says something really interesting. He's like, when I'm really playing at my best, those like truly transcendent games, it feels like I'm not even playing. It feels like God is playing through me. And that really struck me. That really explains what it is. It's like Kobe disappears, that intense, cold, simmering, uh, you know, sometimes dark personality of Kobe Bryant kind of gets stripped away. And all that's left is the the like spirit of the game itself working through him. So that is really, uh, I'll let you in on a not, not so secret. Um, that's the real reason that deep game exists is actually to connect you with that place. That is not uh, constructing a personality that may work best for you, but really um, helping you to go beyond yourself and to reach that transcendent etheric place where it's just like an unbroken channel of spirit coming through you. And that really is when you will be at your best. It's when you go beyond your best and there's something like beyond you coming through you. And um, I'll, I'll put it this way, the eight laws of the deep game are, are like pieces of a channel that are meant to click together. So the, the eight laws, they, they're meant in their highest form to click together to form this unbroken channel where your full infinite potential can come through. And when you do it right, there is no question of what is the best mentality. You're not contriving anything. You're not trying to be anything. You already are it. <laughs> you already are that thing. And it's just a matter of bringing it out of you. So the question of what is the best mentality really in reality, it, it gets in the way. It, it, a, an advanced practitioner of the deep game that has reached these transcendent states doesn't ask that question because it just doesn't even come up. It's just like the, they're, all there is is the game itself. So 
I know that, that that can be a little bit esoteric and kind of hard to grasp, but that's the truth of the matter. And if you've ever sank into like a really deep state of being in the zone, then you know that feeling that I'm talking about. It is absolutely transcendent. So that is the instruction, okay? On one level, on the personality ego level, like be you, be you, and make it 80% easy to be you, okay? So yes, push outside of your comfort or, or up against your comfort zone a little bit, but do what is natural to you. And that is when you will find your unique mentality, so to speak, in basketball, when you will find your like... Uh, <laughs> You know, I keep going, I keep thinking of Tim Duncan versus Kevin Garnett, both incredible players, but uh, very different personalities and yet both very effective. And you will find your unique form of that, okay, without trying to be somebody else. And uh, that is when you will reach your full potential. So on the ego personality level, that is kind of what we're going for. But ultimately, what we want is to just shed that completely and let the pure, unbroken uh, spirit of the game come through you in just one clear channel. And that is really my wish for you with all of your um, learning about the deep game and all of your practice of the deep game is to really just get out of the way and let it come through you because it's already inside of you. I promise you, it's already inside of you. Your unique gift is there. We are born with it. And to bring that out of you is really my greatest wish and the reason that I do this in the first place, okay? So I really hope that helps you out. I hope that clarifies a question that we, we get often. And the truth is, just be you. Just be you. That's all.